welcome to Nights Off. What's up, everyone? Hey. Oh, hi. Whoa. <laughs> and we're live. Welcome to. I forgot to say my thing. And we're live. I did it. Welcome to. Uh, welcome to um, Nights Off, our uh, off night and bi weekly talk show where we hang out, talk about D&D stuff, fantasy stuff, and Star Wars. Um, and space fantasy. Whatever. Yeah, space fantasy. <laughs> um, yeah, so welcome to the show. Um, just to re-up everyone on the details of our giveaway going on right now. Um, if you follow on our Twitch, you get entered into a prize pool to win any official Wizards of the Coast book you want. Any source book, any adventure, um, core rule books on D&D Beyond, Roll20, or physical copy. Um, whatever you might be feeling. So if you're interested in that, we have now 38 slots left because uh, we got a new follower. Um, so... If you like what we do and you're interested in being in that giveaway, come on and follow the Twitch stream. We're looking forward yeah. to you. Um, yeah, and speaking of a new follower, Ma- uh, Mab- Madaga Bagar. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. I love your <laughs> name, first off. Madaga Bagar. If we're going to go with that. Um, or Madagabgar. Madagabgar? Uh, kind of wow. like Madagascar. I think that's yeah. it. There you go. Yeah, Madagabgar. Got there. That's probably right. All right. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, thanks for following. <laughs> Love your name. It was fun trying to pronounce it. That's why I didn't give it to Mac, who I usually let read the followers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for following. Um, so to, to reiterate Liam's question from five minutes ago, but doesn't exist for <laughs> you guys listening. How's everyone? How's everyone been? It's been a couple days. Uh, man, it's, uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, so we're like under, under a month now until the wedding, Caitlin and I. Oh, and oh my God, is there so much to do? <laughs> ah, ah. today today was spent uh I, I think we spent like five or six hours doing literally nothing but like everything i hate to do in life yep. just like sitting sitting down and and, and ironing out minutiae like tiny Super details fine details yes yeah. like we did we had to do like a start to finish wedding day timeline for like people involved and for our like for our photographer wanted it so she knew like what was going on and when and we like we had like vague ideas you know we're like yeah. we know the ceremonies at this time we know this is when the food truck is showing up but we had to like nail down every little thing it's it's the worst part of DMing is what you're doing, where you have yeah, the story much. idea, yeah. but then you need yeah. to figure out the details and the stats and all that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, all of the worst parts. Exactly. We, we did that, and then we did the same thing with like our uh, uh, honeymoon mm-hmm. to follow. We were like working on the the details because we have to do all the these reservations. We're going to Disney, by the way, which is going to be whoa, I, probably I, a lot of fun. That's like you know. Yeah. Have you ever been to Disney before? Yeah. I've not. Neither have I. So. I'm excited. Yeah. She's she's been a lot of times like her family since she was a kid. But but like, but you're most oh. excited for Galaxy's Edge, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More for my clarification. Do you mean Disneyland yeah. or Disney World? Disney World, Florida. Ah, yeah. Disney World, Florida is really good. Yeah. Down home, on the East base. Coast with us. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get you. 
We're gonna. I'm inside. already an East Coaster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Ohio. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Galaxy's Edge for sure. Like we're starting like day one, uh, Magic Kingdom because that's how she likes to start. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. like I said, her family, big Disney family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then day two. Hollywood Studios going to Galaxy's Edge. We're like, we're making reservations. I'm making a lightsaber. (laughs) We're building a droid. We're we're going to the cantina. It's on. You got to do it. Yeah. 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 yeah, So today has been uh, crazy and we still have a ton to do. And yesterday, too, we like we spent four hours trying to buy a suit for me, which is awesome. Because I guess I have a weird body, so (laughs) it was like it's all off in the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, like everything was either just like it was like a smidge too tight in the midsection, or if it fit good there, then the arms were like baggy and weird, or like it fit like really nice through the body and shoulders, but the arms like weren't long enough. Like it was all (laughs) it was the worst. You don't have like a standard size for anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially with dress clothes. I don't know if you've had to buy like a a decent suit and all the accoutrement that go with that. But once and it was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, like none of the sizing is like your standard like medium large extra large it's all like mm-hmm. a bunch of numbers so that relate to different measurements it's like a thin version and you're like what yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like i'm not bougie enough to be doing this i don't know what's going on uh, uh, yeah yeah well my past couple days also sucked but that was because pretty much immediately after we stopped playing i just like died i had a real like <laughs> i guess it was just like a cold or something uh-huh. i don't know but oh, wow. i was i was in bed i was not happy but i'm feeling better now but i oh, well, didn't shit, get to man. do much Though I did watch all of Andor, caught up on the Rings of Power and all there that. There you go. So, yeah, there you go. I, I've only watched the first episode of Andor so far, but it's fucking dope. Yeah, what I like opening. it so far. I like it so far. I got to say. Opening. The first five minutes, I was like, I'm in. Let's yep. go. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting it either. Such a weird character to pick to like start uh-huh. a series, right? Like you would have expected almost anyone else from that show because he's just like the human spy. Like, he's just yeah. the normal guy. Yeah. But true. Yeah. I, I'm love the vibes though. a lot. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um much you Liam. Oh. You're just Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Um what is it? So once so ha. Sorry. <laughs> Wednesday before session, um, had me having to go to my class. My car broke down like five miles from me having to go to my class. I'd love to hear it. So I had to get a tow truck and drop it off. Um, and I was getting Ubers and stuff to go to class. Uh, so Friday, and uh, was they finished fixing my car, and I was able to pick that up. So that's great. Um, and then yesterday, I went out on a uh, movie date with my girlfriend. Hey, and what did you guys see? Uh, we saw the Cannibal. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, no, sorry. The Barbarian. I don't know why I thought. The Barbarian. The Cannibal. Well, I mean, like, it's in the movie, you know, you can kind of put two and two together, but... um, Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is it? The Barbarian, it was actually... I'm guessing hmm. he's a cannibal. Not he. So that's already... Oh, oh. So, yeah, that's already spoilers. But so, so at least from what the trailer, how it shows is that... uh, Was it? Is that uh, the main character ended up having to book an airbnb and when she gets over to her place it's like middle of the night raining and shit and she tries to get in and turns out that it was double booked but from a different website so she ends up having to stay the night with what what is it what is it with the guy there um them just having like share the place and then in the morning the next day 
she ends up having to investigate the basement. And apparently there's some sort of like weird hidden passageways inside the uh. basement that then leads to like set of stairs. And then from there, it's just kind of supposedly left like spooky ambiguous, you know? Interesting. But honestly, uh, hmm. but honestly, the movie was really good. It had an interesting, it had an interesting antagonist, I guess I'll put. Um, it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of weird. It had, it wasn't, it was more sort of like, ooh, like what's going to happen with like a couple of like wasp scares. But other than that, it was, <laughs> it was really good. Good watch. Uh, when you said yeah. the barbarian, I was not thinking like modern day. Oh, <laughs> Neither no, was no, I no, at no, all. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I can play a barbarian. I, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I honestly thought the same thing. Um, what is it? When we had we had saw the, uh, I guess we saw like the trailer for it um, last time we had went to go see a scary movie, and we saw it. And at first, when I saw, it, I was like, "Is this D and D related? This isn't a D and D movie. What is this?" So, and Turned then when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that is nothing." <laughs> I yeah. Would, yeah. Turned it on actually you. In chat, it's just called Barbarian. Okay, Liam, oh, get your facts. If you want to, if you want to stay listed right. for nights off and you don't want to get blacklisted, get your facts straight before coming. You're out. To the show. No, too late. Why? Right. We, we always do our research. <laughs> right, right. We always do our research. We always know everything about what we're talking yeah, about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, our last episode too. Somebody, I, I think it was my little brother, called us out for the music. We were talking, like we were talking about the Rings of Power, and he's like, ah, actually, I think somebody else did the music. <laughs> I was like, oh, um, <laughs> it's whatever. Oops. Yeah, whoops. Someone else said, congrats to everybody the music. We love it. Anyway. Yeah, 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 I, <laughs> yeah anyway. So I only watched the movie, so that's it. I was really, you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I laid in bed all, all week, so you beat me. Okay. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so what we wanted to talk about tonight um is an idea I had that I thought would just be fun to talk about. Um, how we all got into D&D, uh, which we'll see that Liam <laughs> and I have very similar stories in a second. And also <laughs> tips for like any new players that are watching or listening and want to get into D&D yourself. Uh, kind of try it out, see if you like it. Just kind of, you can use our stories how we got started and we'll tell you how we recommend getting started from our failures um, <laughs> along those lines. So... <laughs> I don't know who wants to go first. I feel like we should roll for it. Why don't you go? Oh, oh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's the perfect <laughs> use. Do you want to do like a D6 and then I'm one, two, or I don't know. Never mind. I rolled a 20. I don't know. We can roll something else. Okay. No, no, no. It's fine. We'll roll D20. I don't know. All right. Highs I, first? Sure. Then you're going to go first. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think so. I got an 18. <laughs> it's initiative. We're rolling initiative right now. Five. Well, I have a two. So, oh, oh I thought well, you meant you better. rolled a twenty. No, 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 no. I rolled a d twenty. I'm sorry. You were talking okay. about a d six. Oh. Uh, that works out though, because you said your stories are similar. So why don't we start with the two of you? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then we'll yeah, then we'll we'll work our way into something a little different. Yeah. All right. I'll go first. So, how I got started with D and D, and this may be true of everyone here. I don't know. I know we all watch it, but was critical role right <laughs> well uh, yeah, yeah it was a mix of critical role and stranger things around the same time right because stranger things came out and it's like what's this mm. D thing and then in looking into it you of course run into critical role right that's yeah. the big stream that's the one everyone Did talks st about Ooh. i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna google it while you're talking i i'm not yeah. sure which one started first i think cr I'm, right i'm almost certain it's cr almost certain 
not 100 though but yeah um i watched stranger things i was like what's this D thing it seems cool right it seems kind of like nerdy other portraying it i was like i'm i'm into that shit i like board games um looked it up ran into critical role started watching you know kind of got into it i honestly like don't even remember what episode i happened to tune into a twitch stream of and then i was like i have no idea what's going on and <laughs> gave up <laughs> like first time i saw critical role i was like well i don't know what's happening and then just gave up on it for like a while um and just bought a core rule book i bought the player's handbook right dmg player's handbook and the monster manual which is how classic start that's how like again tip number one those are the books you need if you want to start a D game um, <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry and real really quick just to interject critical role did start about a year earlier than season one stranger things came out gotcha i wonder if there's any influence there they were like i see this D thing getting popular let's include it in our show Maybe. I mean, they, it was so built into the show, too, though. Like, yeah, that's true. You could tell the writers, like, there was a history there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah, so I, I gave up on Critical Role the first time I watched it. Eventually, I got really into it, and that's, like, what led me to continue trying to play D&D. But instead of that, I bought my rule books, I read them, and I went to my friends in high school, and I'm like, guys, let's try playing D&D. And, you know, you always get the the what what even is that? <laughs> like, what are you uh -huh. talking about? Right. Uh -huh. And I, we forced it to happen. We played like one night. It was the messiest, just nothing happening role play. Everyone yelling at each other by the end D&D session. It was Everybody's great. first game. Yep, it was <laughs> incredible. You, Especially if you're doing an in-person game, this will be your first game every time. <laughs> it's just like that. Um, I was DMing. I had no idea what I was doing. I made like one stat block and I was like, surely this will get me through four hours of dnd it didn't um and yeah that was that was my very first experience with dnd and again after that i couldn't really get everyone together again it was one of those things where it's like scheduling issues you're supposed to play but yeah didn't end up happening so the group people kind figure of out they apart. don't really like it exactly like, all, yeah. very quickly <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah and eventually i was like okay i guess i'm just not gonna be playing dnd but the people will say this show is good i'll give it another shot but instead of jumping in randomly we're gonna start from the beginning this time and the next couple years we're just watching critical role like i had no other interaction with dnd um pretty much until what sophomore year of college liam freshman <laughs> freshman oh really freshman. okay it wasn't that mm -hmm. long then but um yeah freshman year of college when i found out that this guy <laughs> um also watched critical role because we happened to live in the same uh, Dorm. dorms and we <laughs> had like half the same friend group and we were like yeah let's try and make it happen let's try and do a game and it was another mostly people that had no idea what D&D was wild first session where no one knew what was happening and then that was it <laughs> so it, it was just a series of failed games for me until I decided to hop on Roll20 and do online games and it just ever since i've been playing online on roll 20 um I, that first game evan was in he was a player 
and we had a different dm we did princes of the apocalypse one of the official adventures okay. and uh, doing a module yeah yeah evan was there and then we had a player leave and i was like hey i got a guy and uh invited liam to join Hi. <laughs> and then back again yeah from there it, the rest is history i played with that group for like three years joined a bunch of other wow. groups left a bunch of other groups like i think i got really lucky for the first online game being as good as it was <laughs> because a lot of people have just horror stories upon horror stories for sure. terrible dms terrible players like it, there's a whole subreddit that's just like r slash dnd horror stories go look at them if you want they're all yeah <laughs> that was not I my first you. game every yeah. every other online game i've tried to play besides the sleepless nights has been terrible <laughs> yes uh, a trick and here's i guess a, another tip i'm gonna scatter them in um paid games can be worth it because you get a level of commitment from the players uh sometimes it'll be like five dollars a week it'll be like 15 up front or whatever but the players won't just leave because they have their money invested into this and you get a little bit like a higher tier people like people that are more interested in the game right than just like someone yeah. that's like oh i'll try D D. i'm not sure if i'll like it i don't want any commitment to this they care enough about having a good experience that they are committing hard enough to spend money like that's yes. a that mm -hmm. i can see how that can translate to generally uh like more invested players right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. if you have the money to do it yeah and, um, and our yeah, first yeah. our first game was totally free so we just lucked out um i've played in a bunch of bad free games too so don't think that they're all good um but yeah if if you want to cheat code to finding a slightly higher tier of game paid ones are generally better um and you also get dms that are confident in their skills enough to ask you for money for those skills so or probably or, or shouldn't be yeah, asking or for money really shouldn't can, be asking for money it, you, can, it can, you can find that too you can get yeah you can get either end of the spectrum but they're at least yeah. confident in the fact that they're worth money so that's something yeah. um but yeah and then eventually like what like six seven years later we we posted the sleepless nights looking for people and that's how this started so that's that's me i really just <laughs> had tried and failed a bunch of times watched critical role and at some point tried to do it online instead and got lucky so that's where i came in um right on yeah uh for me um, so I knew about Dungeons and Dragons, but I didn't really like know anything. Um, and so I ended up having to go to college and, um, what is it? Uh, um, I'm, uh, one of the people in the drumline, um, that I was in for the college, she was like, Hey, you know, like, so like I do, I play like D and D and that type of stuff. And she sort of made like an open conversation with sort of the whole drumline. And one of the, you know, I feel like enough people were as interested to maybe like run a one shot because she plays online. And she was like, well, I mean, if you're interested, but if you don't really know, maybe like check out Critical Role. So I just looked them up and she, uh, I just looked them up and found them on YouTube and saw that they had like over a hundred episodes to watch of their first campaign. This was still, this was actually close to the end of their first campaign. Oh, wow. Okay. So I started I the finale live. I will hold that fact. Me too. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and and the one before. With the, the Vecna nice. part. Yeah, that's what I meant. I was talking about that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The uh, C1 finale. C2 finale, they were too big at that point for that to be an achievement. But 
C1 finale, they weren't as crazy yet. Anyway, continue. I had hop- I, sorry, what is it? Uh, just for like a hot second, I had hopped into the into like the C1 finale, and I was like, oh, I probably should be watching this, so I have no idea what's going on. Let me just leave this. <laughs> they're like, they're getting um, emotional. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> Half table's huh? crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, wait. So I started watching it, um, and just based on, based off the first episode... I almost just tuned out of Critical Role. And I was uh, like, I don't really know if this is for me, just because since they start right, they don't start at the beginning of level one, they started at level 10. And for me, I want to know the whole story like when I watch something. So I was yeah. like, you know what? Let me just push through it. And I love watching Critical Role. Then, of course, like I know Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And knew that he played D&D and stuff like that. So we were kind of talking about that. And then, what is it? I think it was winter break. I end up having to go home and I end up having to find out that one of my childhood friends, she plays D and D has played a little and has played some D and D with, with her friends in high school. So my first character, well, yeah, I think that my first character and technically my first session of playing a game was me, her and what is it? And the DM for her games. Um, and then when we came back, and then when I came back, it was Gordon that then I ended up having to play with him for a little while. I was so and convinced I, I'd love DMing, and now I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a bad experience with DMing, but... I was so... Uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. That that was that was fine. It was again like a bunch of people that didn't know anything about D&D, and then you and me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was... Yeah. It was just like a fun hangout sesh. Um... After that, I didn't play for a while, but of course I kept watching Critical Role and I kept up with that. And at least, at least I, yeah. Um, and I had kept up with Campaign 2 for a while and I eventually stopped. But um, then Gordon, during the summer, ended up having to get back to me again after after that first year of college. He was like, hey, there's an online game. We're looking for somebody you're interested in playing. Because I know that you're interested in playing, you know, before, when, you know, during the semester. And I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. So I ended up having to join with them um and that which was prince of the, prince of the apocalypse that was my first actual campaign that i played in and played through and you know which that was really fun um my first tip make sure you remember all your features for your subclass because i went through that almost <laughs> that entire campaign completely forgetting a very important feature that was for the subclass that i was playing the, the drunken the fist problem? monk was like yeah yeah he yeah, didn't the do their whole thing ever no i did not do their whole thing the entire time and i didn't realize it until i think after after we had the almost tpk or until the end of the campaign that i looked back at the character and i was like i didn't even know i had this yep uh, and then after that i was just mainly playing in games with uh with gordon and then ter- uh, term having to be the player for a while and then when that ended up having to fall off, I had played in games then with Term, and then also a couple games with my younger brother, because I ended up having to get him into D&D a little while uh-huh. before the pandemic happened to him. And my younger brother, he happened to have like a little friend group uh, on Discord, and he was running some games, so I said, fuck it, I'll play with him too, because it's pandemic, you know, it's like it's either work or nothing. Yep. So, yeah, so Term ran a couple games, and then... I was, I feel honestly feel lucky enough that I was invited to join this game. So, because I had heard from, uh, I think I heard from Term that you and him were both 
having to put a game together and maybe having to stream it. And I was like, oh, that actually sounds really cool. Honestly, then, like, especially since if Term was running, I was like, I kind of wish I could play the game. Because I really do enjoy Term's or Evan's um, game style. So it's just, it's it works. It's fun. I think he does yeah. a good job. The oh. way this came about, <laughs> the way this came about was literally just like Evan and I were talking about like what we want from a D&D campaign and we were agreeing on a lot of things. And then yeah. he, I was like, like, I don't like running some. You should just run some. He was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I will. Let's start inviting everyone. And I was like, wait, what if we streamed it? And then that was it. It's just like it just kept snowballing <laughs> yeah, to the point where yeah. it was like, OK, yeah, let's stream it. Why not? This <laughs> is fun. It was a good time. <laughs> Where, yeah, this is fun. It was, it yeah. was, yeah. It, it was a little rough the first, like, getting it going right and wanting it to be, like, aesthetically pleasing when I had no idea what I was doing on Twitch at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we made it there. We have a system. I wouldn't say it's a great one. <laughs> a <laughs> but system. We, we uh -huh. do things. Uh -huh. We stream, so... You we know. do do things. You're correct. <laughs> I don't know. We're making it up as we go. Don't yeah, get, we're doing don't all right. Don't get any misconceptions right. that we know what we're doing. <laughs> we're trying. <Yeah. laughs> trying to act like it. At least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So for me, um, I think I had had like an interest, like a vague interest in D and D for some time. There was uh, like. I think it was like late teens before I had even like really heard of it mm -hmm. even. Um, and then I was like, oh, that sounds like kind of neat, I guess. OK. Uh, and then eventually um, I've I've been uh, a fan of Rooster Teeth content for a long time, starting with like you know, red versus blue and stuff back in the day, all the way oh, to, yeah. oh, yeah. uh, you know, I got into like achievement and hunter, achievement hunter. Um, <laughs> For a while, it's kind of like one of their uh, offshoots. Um, a lot of gaming content, and eventually they launched a like D and D show, um, like a la Critical Role. I hadn't been aware of Critical Role up to that point, so this is like the first type of content like that that I'd seen, and I was watching it because I knew the people involved and everything, and I was like, okay, this looks like fucking chaos. Which looking back. That was a terrible game. <laughs> like, I would Probably. never have wanted to play in a game like that. Uh, I can't imagine it being very good. <laughs> uh, I was like, but the but the game, like, yes, the game they're playing seems like a little much, but the game itself was interesting. And I was like, that sounds really cool being it's like RPGs. And I like I love, uh, you know, I've loved forever RPG video games and like MMOs like World of Warcraft and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like a lot of the ideas that are uh, in D&D &D are things that have extended to that type of content. So I'm like, this feels like familiar territory, but really interesting because you also get to scratch that like creative itch and you're telling a yes. story with other people. You get to like, you know, within the bounds of possibility and like you, there's always a chance of failure, but you can try anything you can think of. So it's like, it seems like such a cool, like much freer experience compared to like the video game equivalent in quotations right yeah that was always my big draw from D, &D was like uh -huh. you're telling like there are literally 
as many possibilities as you can think of. Like yeah. a- anything is possible. You can tell any story you want and you're all doing it together and you can have this vision of where it's going to go. And then the person sitting next to you can throw something in there and it's like even crazier <laughs> and better than you ever thought it would have been. And it's uh-huh. just like <laughs> that. That idea is so great. You're basically like improv writing a story with like four or five other people or i guess in our case yeah. what seven eight yeah <laughs> so yeah eight yeah yeah but it's I, I when i first heard of that i like couldn't like process it i was like wow that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's a lot it's just such yeah. a weird concept uh and uh from there eventually i i was i've been in bands and stuff over the years um a guy that i was in a band with like saw an ad like i think i was scrolling on facebook and he was at my place i i do some like home recording and stuff i think we were working on something and i was scrolling through facebook and he saw an ad for like Harmon quest Mm. uh which i don't know if if anybody's unfamiliar dan Harmon, uh i think he's like a comedy writer and stuff but he had like a DD show that was like much more focused on like the comedy of it but it was still done in the dragons and he's like hey have you ever watched that and i was like no, but and then I told him about the achievement hunter thing, and I was like, it seems cool. He's like, yeah, okay. Like, have you ever are you interested in D and D, or have you ever played? And I'm like, I've never played, but like, it seems cool. I'd like to, you know, play it at some, I don't know, sometime. And he's yeah. like, oh, like my girlfriend and I are playing. Do you want to, like, do you want to hop in? I was like, oh. <laughs> I, oh, wait yeah I can, actually, okay. I can do this that's allowed yeah i was like sure like <laughs> all right cool uh so i started you know uh kind of getting uh materials together he sent me some uh i do not condone this but he sent me some pdfs uh <laughs> of stuff um that he had for like a uh, player's handbook. And at that time uh, we, we started in 3.5. Mm. So he sent me like the oh, player's handbook disgusting. and things like that in 3.5. Ew. What'd you say? I said disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <Yeah. laughs> I 3.5 is okay. I definitely prefer 5e mm. myself, um, but I get why people do like, there are a lot of people who are like hardcore 3.5 stands. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for me, but I understand. 3.5 um, is um, pre-Pathfinder, right? It's like Pathfinder before so, they yeah. split. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, it's, so, it's a lot. Uh, anyway, so I, you know, I started like kind of reading through some of the rules and like starting to kind of get a feel for what character like what sort of character i might want to play and things like that and during that time he sent me uh like a youtube link for a critical role and he's like hey i just found this it's like all these voice actors playing D D. it's cool you should check it out and i was like oh okay cool so i like put on the first episode while i was like looking through the materials and stuff and i was like oh this is cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is what D&D can be. I'm about it. I'm about it. All right. And I, I feel you, Liam. You said it was like kind of hard to get through at first. I think it was maybe not as tough for me in that case, only because I was so new. And I was just so at the moment that I started watching it, I was so like enraptured with the idea of Dungeons and Dragons. That's what it was for me. too. Um, okay. That I was like, I was okay with it. But I mean, it was the Briarwood arc when that hit that I like really pulled me in and I was like, here we go. Like, this is what yeah. can be. Yeah. That was wild. Uh, that was so fun. 
Yeah. Um, so we, uh, as I'm, I'm making a character, I get like, I fall in love with Vax. <laughs> I'm critical role, so I make a half-elf rogue because I'm a fucking <laughs> noob, and I'm like, that's cool, I'm gonna do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I make that, and then like my roommates kind of catch wind of this because uh, like I'm, I'm living with a couple other guys at the time and they're like oh you're gonna hop into this D&D game that sounds fun and Vince's, uh, Vince the, the guy who invited me my yeah. first dungeon master um, was like yeah like all you guys can play too if you want to and they're like yeah cool so we all were like in my living room me and my two roommates like making characters together um, eventually we started playing and it was like <laughs> a clusterfuck of a start to the campaign we ended up having uh i think both of the other guys like didn't like their characters after the first two games or whatever and like mm. trashed them and started a whole new one oh yeah like gosh. rolled up new characters immediately and uh it, it was a little chaotic one of the other his <laughs> i don't know it it just turned into something like totally different from what it started as um and then eventually we dropped 3.5 and like converted to 5e and uh, all that, but it was yeah. all told. I feel like very lucky that I started playing with the people that I did because I feel like even though it wasn't, um, I mean, it wasn't like perfect, right? It wasn't the level mm -hmm. that we're uh, that we're playing at. It wasn't our game. expertly crafted game. Not, it wasn't not, our not piece that I'm saying that. Not, yeah, that media that everyone no. should watch. <laughs> oh my god! god. <laughs> Love us? No. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, so many of us were new. the The DM was like the only one who had really played before, but he was kind of new at DMing. Mm -hmm. Um. So it was like, it was all uh, much like your stories, right? It was all like, we were kind of bumbling, like figuring it out as we went, right? Yep. Um, but eventually, you know, that turned into like a pretty fun campaign, um, like light on RP because nobody was super comfortable yet, like with that kind of thing, but we had a good time. Um, and then eventually that campaign came to a close and towards like the last couple months of that, I was working on a homebrew setting because I was interested in done, you know, running a game after watching CR and like Matt Mercer do his fucking magic. I was like, that looks dope. I want to do that. Uh, and then you quickly realize that he is just a master. <laughs> he's a of god. Masters. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, we that campaign ended and then I started DMing with most of the same people we had like some uh who like came and went and there there was a guy who was there for like the first half of the first campaign and left and then came back for my campaign and then eventually left that too <laughs> he's the half campaigner uh, he is the half campaigner yeah that's the one you know the guy yep <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh and we had some new people come in and stuff like that but uh we're actually still playing that now like two or three years later wow um I, there was a you know we hit a, a lull like when covid hit and yeah. lockdowns and everything we'd like took a couple months away and you know how scheduling can be so mm -hmm. um that's still going and i had a couple online games that were really terrible and short-lived yep. um for different reasons one was like some of the players were good some were not and i didn't like the dm and then i had one that was like uh sounded promising like when i talked to the dm 
but then all of us got together and I did not vibe with a single one of the other players and it didn't seem like they were vibing with any of the other players either and it didn't seem like the DM was vibing with any of us out of nowhere and it was like real weird and just didn't go anywhere (laughs) online D&D is just such like a gamble because you can get like a good group but you can also get like a terrible group right and then there's also groups where it's like you really like like one or two people but then like the other three are like I I can't deal with this (laughs) like that that's that's one of the games that was like my saddest one to leave right is because I really like the dm i really like the one other player and then like some of the other players were just like a little too much for me yeah <laughs> yeah so and i get it they're playing their game and right i i always like to say if you're having fun playing D, you're doing it right right you know what i mean like you can't right, play right, exactly wrong. yeah so it, like right. as long as you like what's important is finding people who have the, have same the same idea of fun yes. as you right? and if you're yeah. and if you're not having fun playing D, you should never feel bad about leaving the campaign like that's that's another i guess that tip bang (laughs) if you're not having fun (laughs) playing D, you shouldn't feel bad about leaving a campaign like if you are uncomfortable in that situation you should you you can get yourself out of it or you can discuss it with your dm and players and say i'm uncomfortable when you guys do this um and if it doesn't and if they still want to keep doing it if that's like important to them in the game then that's just not your group and that's okay right there's a million groups out there definitely the most important thing because like we were saying before right you're playing a communal storytelling game with however many other people it it's not like a you know you can't just vibe on your own like you have to be able to work well with everybody so the most important thing is communication yeah, like Gordon's saying, so many problems too can be avoided with a good session zero, um, like like pre-campaign, yeah. making sure everybody's mm-hmm. on the same page, that they want the same things out of the game, that they um, are respectful of the things that uh, the other people don't want in a game. Um, just open communication, and then yes, as Gordon was saying, if a problem arises, like talk about it. You know, yeah. don't don't, just, don't get don't mad just sit and blow there up and be uncomfortable and then ghost your DM. That's like right. the worst yeah. way to handle it. You just right. just say something. Like usually, yeah. if you say something to your DM, they will like even if you aren't comfortable bringing it to the group right they'll bring it to the group for you our most dms will in my experience at least they'll they'll say this is a problem in the game and i think we should all talk about it and they're running the game right that's kind of their job as dm a little bit so sometimes the dm can also be the problem true and understandable but again you can try talking to them because the worst thing that happens is you find out it's not going to change and you can leave yeah it's yeah it's it's you're playing you just have to remember you're playing a game right like it Uh is at the end of the day a game meant for everyone to have fun and if you're not having fun then you you don't need to be there it's very very optional (laughs) again we were talking about before if you spent money on it then you might want to have more commitment and like be there right but yeah still it's not it's never a big deal to leave it happens all the time yeah yeah so Um, while uh while dm or, or DM, uh, online games can be a gamble, right? And I have those bad experiences. Mm-hmm. They can sometimes be really great. Yes. Uh, and if you handle it right, the way Sleepless Nights did, I, I think you can find a good crew. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, because I, mean, I it got to like with my home game, right? We kind of hit a lull again. There was like just a stretch of scheduling stuff. It was around the holidays, which kind of always happens for us, right? Like people mm-hmm. have family come into town or they just have other plans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we end up having, you know, a month or two months where we can play maybe once or twice if we're lucky. Uh, and I was itching and I wanted to play really bad because I'd been DMing for so long without really getting to play. And I had all these character ideas and like classes and stuff that I was just like, I would love to do this for a campaign and like develop just a character and not have to worry about the whole world, you know? Uh, so I was like, I'll try World 20 again. Like, we'll see how it goes. And just looking for a good game. Uh, you know, you said you guys were like, what if we stream it? Yep. Like it just happened. I just happened upon the Sleepless Nights and it was like, hey, this is for a streaming thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I've always wanted to do that. Even my home game for a while, I was recording audio and mm-hmm. editing it and releasing it as a podcast until it was eventually just too much work left. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, and I was like, cool. Like, I like I wanted to do something like this. Like, that'll be fun. And then I kept reading and it was like, this is the kind of stuff we want uh, out of our players. This is what we want the game to be like. You know, and I was like, literally, like, point for point. I was like, yes, 100%. <laughs> perfect. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly what I want. <laughs> you know, like, I, I was like, done. It's like, <laughs> like, like I said, I've played in a lot of online games and I can tell that like every single one of you was like reading that and matching that description uh-huh. like it's just so clear because i remember we wrote it i was like i really hope we get the right type of people and then meeting you guys and playing with you i was like we got the right type of people i don't know yeah. like how it works so well <laughs> but it did like, more people need to be clear about what they're looking for from a player because that's yeah. a big downfall of some games yeah yeah and the the benefit too with roll 20 like you guys had, you can have people fill out like applications. Yes. So you can very much like design pointed questions to like get to the information that you want out of a, you know, to try to judge whether or not this is going to be the type of person that you want to play with and whether or not they want the type of game that you want to play, mm-hmm. um, which helps narrow down the pool. And then we did nights went even further you don't, than that. Yeah, you don't have interviews. to do interviews that's like a big thing but we were we yeah a wanted to see camera quality was a big one uh, yeah. <laughs> for the for the video interviews um mic for quality sure. all that kind of stuff because we're going to be streaming it um just but, to make sure it wasn't total potato exactly <laughs> only partial potato um yeah. but partial yeah. potato will <laughs> Partial potato, but um, yeah, I mean, you can <laughs> do what interviews they me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> the partial okay. potato. <laughs> How does that work? I don't, I don't even want to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, kind of going off that roll twenty online games type thing. Another tip I had, and this is one that I thought about before the stream, really wanted to say was um, a online games try them, see if they're for you. If not, that's fine. And B, the second part of that, the more important part don't get discouraged by your first game going poorly like you it's so easy to hop into D and have all these expectations and then you get with the other players and it's like ugh, this isn't what i wanted right that kind of feeling Uh it's probably just a group that you don't vibe with right you need to find a group that's fun for you to be with don't get discouraged just because that first game you try 
doesn't meet your expectations. There's a group for you out there. There's a, there's 100%. endless groups. And I say roll 20, but there's lots of other things. There's like r slash LFG, which is looking for D&D groups a lot of the time. Yeah. And there's um, a bunch of new platforms are popping up now. I know there's going to be the official one, D&D 1 right which is the yeah. which is the coach yeah. one that's supposed to come out soon no idea when that's happening but yeah nope but um but yeah uh, just, just to bounce off what you're saying too in regard to expectations if you are new and if you are coming in because you've watched something like critical role yes please manage your expectations yes most yeah. <laughs> most if not every home game is not going to be at that level <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. I would, uh, yeah. I don't think uh, many games ever are at that level. Yeah. It's you got to think like these are one. These are professional voice actors, every single one of them, and mm-hmm. two, they have been playing together for a decade or more at this point. <laughs> they just have so, so much synergy. It, you can feel. Yes, yeah. there is a there is a strong bond and friendship amongst every single one of them, and again, all professional voice actors. <laughs> Uh, so it's a, it's like, a, they're all great at improv too like they uh-huh. they they found something magical <laughs> somehow yeah <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah the the majority of average people are are not going to be like in, incredible role players to that degree what really matters is effort mm-hmm. if you try and if the people you're playing with have the same idea of fun as you and you're having a good time that at the end of the day, that's all you need. Yeah. And you will find your group. If you like put in the time, like um, you can join groups. And if you don't like them, just be like, sorry, guys, this isn't for me. I'm not really having fun. You can yeah. leave them. You can do it until you find one. Like you, I like I, I've been in a million games, like one mm-hmm. in every 20 it's like not that's a that's a bit of an exaggeration probably more like one in yeah, every five yeah. that would be a lot of games um yeah. <laughs> but maybe one in every five i had fun with you know what i mean sure. other ones are just like not for me it's it's yeah. just how it is like it's a it's a lot like dating or yeah. like finding friends because <laughs> well, i mean uh, it is essentially finding friends right yeah. like you have to find people that you vibe with like mm-hmm. and it's it's not going to be every time it just can't be right you're gonna go on bad dates you're gonna have bad D games <laughs> but yeah, it's okay it's, it's speed dating D yeah. is speed dating actually <laughs> well it's like really long speed yeah. dating, <laughs> four hours speed <laughs> oh my god oh my god that sounds oh boy like hell anyway horrible, yeah. um yeah. Yeah. tips tips I- i'm thinking <laughs> um we've covered a few already right Ooh, uh, man's I, expectations is good. I have a question real quick before mm-hmm. we get into tips. What was everyone's first D&D character? I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Ooh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I spoiled it a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, what was everyone's first D&D character? And I'm going to give two answers because one is the actual Cheers. first and one is the first <laughs> that I played in like a full campaign. The actual same first... Will, yeah, the, the actual okay. first was... um literally just a ripoff of legolas it was just a ranger in <laughs> like a default D campaign that was just like i am an elf and that is my defining trait <laughs> so 
Expert ranger, that, that fits. Yes, it does, right? Yeah. It expert makes sense ranger. now. Yeah. This expert yeah, ranger, yeah. by the way, my username, expert ranger, has zero to do with D&D at all, the reason I picked it, <laughs> which is really <laughs> ironic because of how well it ended up tying into like my new hobby, right? But that was way before I ever even knew what D&D was. Um, and the character I played in a real campaign was Sam, <laughs> my uh, my nickname that a lot of people online will know me by because um, I use that instead of my real name sometimes. It's a weird thing. I don't know. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Sam was a Eladrin, which is the elves from the Feywild, right? They're the ones that change seasons. Um, they uh -huh. kind of change appearance as they change seasons too. He was an Eladrin fighter Eldritch Knight. And he was just a baby. Like he, baby. He, he was such like a naive, just like kid from a far off land. He's and just a baby. Yeah, he was he was fun to play. He liked stories. Sam was great. And that was in the um campaign that I invited Friends. him to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Samuel Oakenbreath. Oakenbreath. Yes. What about you, Liam? Uh so the first actual character that I built was a uh, surprise, surprise, a tiefling warlock uh, named Lucius. Um, that was when I ended up having to do sort of like that little like one-shot thing with my childhood friend and their DM. So was it, she already had a character, and when I created my character, I had it sort of like tied in based off, to, uh, based off of her character's backstory. Mm. Um, and honestly, it was pretty cool. It was like a little weird, you know, at least at the time trying to figure it out. Um, and my actual and my first character that I played in the campaign, which yeah, was Princess. Sam, to be honest, <laughs> he died. Um, yeah, he did. Sam died. <laughs> um, was a tiefling uh, monk drunken master. Um, and I had based that actually I based that character. I was really into Doom 2016 at the time. And I was like, you know, what would be fun if I made a character what is it if i made a uh, if i made a tiefling character who was a part of a monastery that was actually supposed to brainwash and train and like morph like devils into more like doom demons and send them out to you know like for like legion shit and like evil stuff or whatever hmm. and like i had like and like my whole point was that yeah so <laughs> it's supposed to be based doomed based off of Doom twenty sixteen, but like that had nothing to do with princes whatsoever. Or maybe it could have. I just did. I just yeah. I, I don't know. But I, I basically was just like, hey, here's a character. All right, I want to play. Um. But yeah, um, I actually still, I actually still use Lucius. Uh, I don't. Or uh, Lucius was the Tiefling warlock's name. Uh, I still use Lucius in games once in a while. I'm actually playing him now, or I played him in the most recent game that my younger brother ran. Interesting. So, That's fun. So you He's, replay yeah, characters? Uh, he is the first and only character that I've replayed. Okay. For now. Uh, uh, maybe for other games, if I feel like, you know, like, oh, you know, like I feel like playing a cleric and I've actually made, I've made a cleric and I might throw him in or, you know, mm -hmm. okay. I might play my monkey or game. Or for like a one shot. Different. That could be fun. Yeah. I guess I yeah. can see that for a one shot. Yeah. Tall Tallwick <laughs> and Ham. Evan, Evan's bringing up the characters from that first campaign. And um, uh, you, you didn't say Jekyll's name. I was I was trying to remember oh, the whole yeah. time we were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so, what yeah, was his we'll name? Able... Jekyll. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Tiefling Monk's name was Jekyll, and that was actually how I was at least 
like, I guess that was kind of like how I was known, at least on Discord for a while, because I mainly just used Discord just for D&D. I didn't really yep. use it for gaming. I didn't really have any other groups. So That's I was, I was at least on here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just based off of our characters. So we're, we're like at least like a year after knowing each other in that campaign ending. We all still called each other by character yep. names. <laughs> I was yep. still Sam. He was Jekyll. Evan was Talwick. Like, yeah. Um, Ham was Ham. James was Ham, I guess. But I still call him. Yeah, James sometimes. Ham. <laughs> That's a good game. But yeah, yeah. Well, who's your first? Yes. First character, just Vax. Uh, well, so I guess real quick no, before you were I get to that, just, uh... you were Talwick for a while. You were Talwick for a while. It, you switched sooner than a lot of everyone else, though. This is going to be terrible for audio listeners. Sleepy got out of it first. Yeah, Term, yeah. Term said uh, he thinks he's always been called Term by us, but he was he was Talwick well, for I was a gonna, while. Well, yeah, I was going to say, it was Talwick for a while, and then I switched to Term because I think when we started doing board games and we started running stuff. Yes. But I remember, yeah. I remember at least it was Talwick at first. and then But Term, at least for me, happened to stick longer. Sleepy was the first to escape the curse. I don't even remember yes, the name of his yes. first character. Uh, I, yeah, I, think just, I think we were stuck with Sleepy. All right, all right. We got to stop. <laughs> Nostalgia <laughs> ranting. All right. <laughs> uh, just really quick before I get to my first character, just to bounce off something Liam said, uh, or what he mentioned replaying Lucius, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I've never, like, I guess it depends, right? Calder, technically, Calder, my character in The Sleepless Nights, is a character I'm replaying. Mm-hmm. But he was super different and he only lasted like three, four sessions, like while we were rescuing my other character. <laughs> and then he was dead. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> died. <laughs> yeah. So like I never I never got to explore anything about his backstory, which is what I was like so into with him. Plus, like I thought Paladin was really cool. Um But yeah, I don't know. I like I feel like once I've played like a, at least a good stint with a character, I feel like I can't go back. Like I got to retire it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get that. It feels so like, it's really, so like the only reason how come that I reused Lucius was for the fact that, um, was that so after, I guess after the princess game, we had the TPK. Um, what is it? Basically all, all of us, except for one character had to remain, had to like make new characters. And I ended up having to do, I ended up having to actually put in Lucius, my first character that I made. Cause I was like, well shit, I gotta make another character, but I'm super busy. I don't only got, you know, so like here. And when I play Lucius, when I played Lucius now, he has a different personality, but I still kept the background because the mm-hmm. whole point of the character was, or well, actually, no, actually I, yes, no, yes. I'm right. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I still no, kept yeah. The background. yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm already <laughs> getting my two characters. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I just kept the background because I just really liked sort of the idea. I already knew sort of the direction I wanted the character to go. I just, you know, Princess was just, for me, just sort of kind of like a plug and play. Yeah, so sure. to be fair, I didn't really actually experience playing this character, you know, if backstory, it, anything like that. No ties, anything. Yeah. If it's like a game where you didn't really explore character, that's that's fair. Like so, to bring yeah. it to a game where you will. Yeah. You know? the, in Princess, we got TPK'd and then we played for like three sessions after that because we were so close yeah, to being done. Yeah, yeah, close to the end yeah, that, yeah. Like the characters yeah. we brought in, like I, at that point, I just made the most broken character I could, like on purpose <laughs> and just played that <laughs> because it was like we have like two boss fights left and that's it. I just want to dominate. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so my first character. 
I did I did briefly mention before yeah. that it was it was a half elf rogue because Vax. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my I I fell prey to the like one of the prime like bad D D player traps. <laughs> edgelord uh, rogue. <laughs> super edgelord. Hundred percent edgelord rogue. That doesn't work in D D. <laughs> yeah. Nine times out it of just, ten. <laughs> it just makes you kind of an asshole. Yep. <laughs> like that's really it. <laughs> uh I the the problem I had, I think, is that I won, right? I wanted him to be cool. Like to some degree, right? Like everybody wants the character to be cool in some fashion. And I knew like, I liked the idea. I've always been into like darker media, right? Like dramatic uh, stories, whether it be books, television, film. Um, And I liked the idea of exploring like pain in a character. I, I, that adds to drama, right? Was and I half the reason I was coming to D and D is because I was so attracted to the like narrative elements. So I knew I wanted to do that, but I had no idea how to go about it at the time, right? <clears throat> I like I didn't know how to make a genuinely like complex, interesting character. Yeah. So I, I created this. I'm like, all right, half elf rogue, go an assassin because Vax, and it's dope, right? And then I, I gave him a super tragic backstory that resulted in zero ties at the end. <laughs> Literally uh, everybody he was ever connected with is dead, right? So oh, he has no connections oh, no. to anything you, in the world. You you said your DM had played D&D before. He yeah. looked at that backstory and went like, oh, he's like no. audibly I don't think he did. I don't think he did only because that DM did not really like in that campaign. None of us had backstory stuff like tied into the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he used he I think it was like largely homebrew. I think he used bits and pieces from like modules and stuff that he likes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very much like a were these characters in a world doing world stuff like there wasn't any like outside driven. It seems like he yeah. almost wanted to like he hinted at some stuff with my character, but then it never like nothing ever really happened and never came to fruition, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, it was, it was a terrible first character looking back, just awful. Um, and, and from there I tried to improve like Calder was the next one. Again, he's, he's much better and more complex now than he was then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've made a, a handful of other characters that I haven't gotten to play since. Oh, then. that's the DM classic. <laughs> or like when you're waiting to get into a game, you just sit there and write character backstories, <laughs> like yeah. just for no reason. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, uh, that's also a pretty good tip. I mean, not like yes, the tip is edge lords don't really work that well in D anD. d But also more more in depth into why <laughs> is that they tend to not have many ties and just be an asshole towards the party. So which is yeah. no good. No, it, it, you s- conflict is fun, right? Yeah, if conflict with the party is good as long as everybody's on the same page about it. Like people want. Uh, that kind of thing and to explore there's like, those relationships yeah and you're there has okay to be like a with, mutual yeah. respect and understanding between the players and the dm <clears throat> to do that kind of thing but you don't want to be like i don't know you don't want to be the edgelord rogue who's just like stealing from your party for the entire campaign. yes you know what i mean like yeah. once or twice in a in a situation where you're with a group who is like down for that kind of conflict cool 
but we were like, this is what my character would do. And you're doing it for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Now you're a dick. Like you know, NPC, nobody you wants to trust, play with you. And you just kill him yeah. instantly, even though everyone else <laughs> likes him. No, don't yeah. do that. Because yeah. that will ruin yeah. everyone else's fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's there's there's ways you can do it, right? And like Vax is obviously a good example. He has tragic backstory, but Vax was like the prankster of the group, kind of. And uh-huh. Rax had all these other complex traits that like yeah. So, he has connections. There is more to the story. It's not all tragedy and no connections, right? Yes. He's got his sister. They have, there was like their father was in the mix. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. class there was history, is a huge right? connection for him. The class was big oh, for yeah. sure. That's, um, that's the thing. Like, depending, I guess, right? If you're playing a module, then connections aren't necessary, depending on the game. Some people will build that stuff into a module. Like, some DMs will do that, mm-hmm. others will not. Um, but definitely if you're playing like a homebrew game where character backstory matters or characters are the ones driving it forward, then you like you, you want to build yourself connections, <clears throat> you know, have have maybe some family alive somewhere. <laughs> Don't yeah. have them all be or dead. Like, or... Have friends, have have a, an organization that you're tied to, mm-hmm. you know, a like rival, it's... like a, a past acquaintance, even just like a friend yeah. in town. It doesn't even have to be anything right. that deep. But having those gives your DM like a jumping on point to create drama yes. with you. Right. And instead and of equally important, have goals. Yes. Like your character should have some kind of ambition, something they want to accomplish, because that is going to drive you forward. Even if it's literally just make as much money as you can. Um, it's something. Who, it's a goal. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a goal something. that some characters I, in our campaign I would say. Have. Um, I would say if you're going to do that, give a reason for it, right? Like you need to pay something off mm-hmm. or something like that. Like you can, there's always, you can always make something deeper. Yeah. 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 Make it a connection. For example, yeah. a struggling orphanage, perhaps. Who knows? There you go. Who knows? Big, tip. Big <laughs> tips out here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, drive out in the middle of nowhere by themselves who are probably in trouble with whatever the fuck's happening out there. That's, you know, that's a pretty big connection, right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a little bit of a connection. Uh, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> um, I think well, we're all worried after last session. Oh, oh my, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> I, I, when, when he said not to get too deep, cause this isn't a speechless, right? But when he was like, when he was, he said like a line, I went and rewatched that today. Um, Corgus's whole speech, right? And he was like, I have a friend who'd be very interested to see you again, Calder. <laughs> and it's like, hmm. Yep. <laughs> connections <laughs> tip connections connections right yes yeah. exactly um uh, yeah. we'll save it for speechless yeah i know it's <laughs> it's too much to get into um but yeah and, uh, tips 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 i don't know we've covered a handful already yeah some good a ones. lot of good ones mixed in there yes try to prepare for a dragon that's a good tip from term although that's not what <laughs> yeah. he was saying at he's, all, he's daring us yeah, <laughs> yeah sort of dare. but there may be dragons in dungeons and dragons yeah yeah um, dungeon, you know if you get lucky uh tips um i i think one of the big ones right if you're like brand new right you're looking to get started you have absolutely nothing um as far as materials 
if you're going to be a player, all you need is a player's handbook and a set of dice, right? And that handbook can be <clears throat> a physical copy if you like that, if you like the like old school pen and paper tactile thing. Um, I personally can't recommend D&D Beyond enough. I do have a lot of physical books as well before I started using D&D Beyond. Um, but that for me and like my home game and also for Sleepless Nights, a, a handful of us use it, um, is an invaluable tool. Um, it makes character creation, character sheet management really, really easy. Character Their search sheet. engine is awesome. You can find, you know, spells, uh, items, abilities, classes, whatever, just with a, a couple tippity taps and a search. Mm-hmm. Um, makes it super easy to look stuff up on the fly while you're playing. Um, yeah, Ter- 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 has a tip. <laughs> he said, literally, he said, just apply to every game that's friendly to new players on Roll Twenty. Be detailed in your character description during the app process. Also, be sociable. Um, that is also, yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. looking for a group, that is. Yes, yeah. I don't for sure. know about every game, but you can certainly. Yeah, I wouldn't do say that. every. Game. <laughs> um, you can certainly join every game if you want, um, and you you'll. I would try to find the ones. at least one if you do that. Um, yeah. But a a bigger part of that tip is especially on something like Roll Twenty, be sociable. You don't like uh. like don't be super scared to apply or reach out or you know i know a lot of people have trouble getting over that first hurdle of like actually sending out the application and being embarrassed of it we're all Mm -hmm. nerds here we're all here to play dungeons and dragons like it's it's scary it's a step to take but you'll 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 thank yourself for it later you know what i mean like it'll it's the first step in that process to start playing yeah and that's uh was it term just said i applied to easily 20 plus games before i got accepted that's because you're not a female oh. um uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, i i think that's a good like in terms of like yeah don't give up because you don't get accepted for a couple of games you have to keep in mind too especially with something like roll 20 there are sometimes like dozens of people applying for a single game and they only want you know one or two more players right yep so it's it's gonna happen. It might take time to find the one you want. It's okay to apply to a lot if you can fit it into your schedule. But I would say don't just apply to everything. Apply to games that like suit what you're looking for. Interesting. Um, yeah, that interests you, right? Because if you apply to a game that plays, you know, once a month for two hours and they're playing a module, and like that's it, that's not going to work for you if you want to play weekly. And you want story and you want character to matter and you know all that kind of stuff you have to find something that is what you want apply to those if you if you can make yeah. it work yep um and also uh, on that roll 20 application thing just be honest in the applications you don't have 100%. to seem like a super D player a lot of dms myself included uh when i decide to dm which isn't often sometimes we'll do a one shot on roll 20 or stuff like that um i honestly prefer playing with new players because i <laughs> just kidding don't play at all it's the devil's game thank you term that's that's, that's a good tip right there um but i honestly prefer playing with new players um it puts a little bit less pressure on me as a dm comes in with less expectations right um and then also i like introducing people to like my favorite hobby right like a lot of people like people are reaching out to you right now with these tips you're you're struggling to get started but you want to play 
we we love introducing new people to the hobby or at least i do like <laughs> come play one of um, my games i'll run one right. for you <laughs> and hopefully it'll be fun and then you'll get started from there but be okay yeah. i played one it was all right okay was, you know I was fatigued. Do you remember why I was running those games? I know exactly which one you're talking about. <laughs> to try and find new players for our campaign. And I ran like like six, right. six one shots in like three days. It was crazy. Yeah. I was like dead. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it was fun though. It was fun. It was, it was interesting. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, thank right, you right. thank you i appreciate the yeah. compliment <laughs> on one game to play not five games yeah term in chat says next tip find one game to play not five that's a good thing too don't uh don't overextend yes if yes. you can handle multiple games and you want multiple games cool but don't join a bunch of them and then get like burn out and have to leave a bunch because that's going to suck for both you and the groups that and you're bailing on people. yep yeah, so maybe it, your join, you know, one at a time or whatever <laughs> as you feel. The best know. way is to join a game and then, like, what what ended up happening with me, I was in so many games at one point that I had to stop playing and then, like, I would stop playing for a while and join, like, a bunch more and then be like, this is a mistake and then go back to, like, one and then go back <laughs> up and down. You'll find your limit. I wouldn't recommend that because, like, like um, <laughs> Mac was saying, you let down a bunch of people by leaving their games. Yeah. Um but hey, I it wasn't always your game. It wasn't always your game. Once it was literally once. I joined one of your games halfway through to give you another player. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, you know your limit. Um, you'll find it eventually if you push too far, like me. Um, right now I'm in two games. Uh, that'd be Sleepless Nights and one other one, and I it's great. It's like a perfect like amount each week, but not too much. Enough that I can fall in love with both my characters <laughs> without feeling like I'm splitting it too much. <laughs> without feeling like I need more, I guess. Mm. I do love both my characters right now. Yeah, great. It, it, it can be tough. I I know for me, like I I have the two games, right? I have Sleepless Nights, and then I DM a home game, mm. and even that on occasion gets to be like a little much sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like just a uh, you know. I think a lot of that for me though is like the the amount of work that goes into DMing a game that is like of the caliber that I'm actually happy with mm -hmm. uh, is obscene. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's... Evan says, don't become a forever DM. You'll never play a character again. You'll play all of them. <laughs> I mean, for some people, it's great. Some people, people love DMing. Again. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to oh. say... Here's the thing. I think what is more important than being scared of getting locked into being a forever DM, we should encourage more people to DM. Yes. Because I... that solves that problem. And also, I think so many people are scared of it because it's like intimidating. But literally anybody can do it. Yeah, like it just takes some time and effort and it and again even the time and effort like the level of time and effort you put in totally depends on what kind of game you want to play and what you're happy with now right? mm -hmm. okay D and D, or i guess dm tips very separate than player tips, very separate right? very yeah, separate sure but one thing i will say about dming is um <laughs> all right see you term thanks for hanging Bye, out Jack. with us um <laughs> But one thing I will say about DMing is that your players, you, 
I don't know how to phrase this right, but you can put in as much effort as you want. You do not need to make a perfect game. You do not need to have like these crisp descriptions and yada yada. You don't need to be Matt Mercer, right? People call it the Matt Mercer right. effect. You don't need to be right. Matt Mercer. He's he he's gonna do what he's gonna do. You're gonna do what you're gonna do. They're just separate, not better, just separate, right? Um, and you can get to whatever point you're comfortable with, put in however much work you're comfortable with, and be happy with it. If your players yeah. are having fun and you're having fun doing it, then you know you're you're, you're number you're, one. You're doing it right. If everybody's having fun. You're doing yep. it right. That's, yeah. And, and again, all of these things, uh, term in chat says that goes for players too. True. Yeah. Again, all of these things are things that you talk about pre-game. Have a session zero, set expectations, make sure everybody's on the same page, players and DMs, about what you uh, expect and want out of the game. And you're good. Yeah, as long as everyone's on the same page, right? No one yeah. really gets hit with that big unexpected, like, oh, this stinks as soon as they right. get into the first session. You know exactly, I mean? yeah. Be detailed, yeah. right, before the game. Like, make sure everybody really knows. Like, everybody's expectations are out there and discussed. Like you, you cannot go uh, too in depth <laughs> in a session zero. It's it's all it's all good. It's good to get all those cards out on the table so you know. Yep. And um, another tip: if you're really just looking like I want to start a D and D game right now, you're gonna have to DM it. Like, sorry, <laughs> but yeah, you're gonna have to probably. DM it um, unless you have a DM like on the line already. Yeah, <laughs> you know? unless yeah, unless there's a D, or you find a game on Roll Twenty that starts tomorrow, apply and get accepted, right? But that's that's an outlandish situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as a player, yeah. it will and it will take more time and effort to find a game. As yes. a DM, people will come to you. <laughs> DMs are always yeah. in high demand. Yeah. Um, yes. So yeah, if if you want to play, um, DMing is always an option. A lot of people love it. I personally don't like it that much. There are times when I like it. I like doing one shots every now and then. Mm -hmm. But DMing, you will get players and you will be able to play D and D. Um, you may not get to play this character you've been dreaming of for months, right? But it's it's a compromise, right? <laughs> and then maybe yeah. you find in your group a player that also DMs and you guys can trade off or you can like if you start forming your group and becoming good friends with them, you could like take turns doing short adventures. However it works out for your group, whatever everyone wants to do. But the but the easiest way to start a game is just to DM it. Like say grab some friends. Hey guys, you want to try D&D? Sure. And then you get a game going. It's that easy. It'll be chaotic, it'll be hectic. You will never be as prepared <laughs> as you want to be for that first session but it'll be fun <laughs> i can almost guarantee yeah. it it'll be fun it'll be a wild ride and uh it can be your first D, &D game that's how that's how all of us started that used to be the only way to start before roll 20 and sites started popping up that were catering yeah. Yeah, to, to get audience. people together yeah and that's still like if you can right if you can get people together locally to play that you vibe with by all means do it like i i will say like as as good as online can online games can be like the sleepless nights i'm extremely pleased with mm -hmm. um they are we've also discussed they can also be a gamble and a, a home game just has like a there's like another layer to it right that you can't get with online there's something special about like sitting literally like at a table with the people you're playing with mm -hmm. right um so it's it's if you can do it it's a very special thing mm -hmm. absolutely encourage you to try even if it's not your main game like even if you know, like Gordon's talking about, like he loves just running one shots here and there. Even if it's just small stuff like that, like do it. It's a fun experience. It's worth doing. Yeah. 
Yeah. It it sounds like a good time. I wish I had real life friends. Move, moved out here, bro. Join my game. Right, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just move to Ohio real quick. Um, yeah. real quick. <laughs> there's something else I wanted to say. Oh, another thing. Uh, and this is like kind of a tip. Not every game has to be super serious. Again, it kind of yeah. goes back into that oh, whenever yeah. you're having fun, right? Like it doesn't have to be super serious. Like we in our game try tend to stay in character and like out of character jokes are like once in a while, right? We're mostly Passing. we're mostly yeah. just playing D and D and then like mm-hmm. commenting on the D and D, right? But there are groups that'll just be hanging out with friends with D and D in the background, and that's totally fine. It can just be like your yeah. weekly hangout with the boys, right? And then like a lot more jokey, fight a dragon, more of a fuck around. Going. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that again, honestly, totally fine. Yeah. See, honestly, so I've only ran like two games. One, uh, well, I guess technically three now. First one's in person. Second one was online. Third one is still kind of in person. And all three of those games, half the session is us just talking and bullshitting and catching up. And then the other half is like, oh, wait, that's right. We have D&D. Let's try to do something first, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. let's, let's see if we can get somewhere. So yeah, my, my home game is like somewhere in between uh, the, the two things, right? Yeah, somewhere yeah, between the seriousness of Sleepless Nights yeah. and like the fuck around of Liam's game there. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, like we there is role play and like I throw like some really serious like dark elements and stuff into the story and we do occasionally occasionally like maintain serious tone but most of the time when like when dark things come up there's like you're immediately punctuated by a joke yeah. <laughs> like from yeah. somebody across I the like table that. or whatever and, and i'm sitting yeah. there like trying to stifle laughter and stay serious in this like pissed off npc or whatever and i'm like god damn it i fucking hate you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> and those moments are great those moments They're are awesome. so good yeah yeah like- it's totally okay like different <laughs> games will be different that's yeah. okay different vibes are fine it doesn't have to be one thing or the other as long as everybody's having a good time yeah mm-hmm. all right well I, I unless you guys have any last minute tips that came to mind or anything you want to add into the conversation. Um, I would like to play just a tip just for a second. Just see how it feels. Gordon, you want to? Yeah, I'll, I'll be over again. I'm moving to Ohio, apparently <laughs> uh, on record. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I just mentioned something just like a little bit off topic. But streamwise. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we I think we've been streaming for what, about like eight months now? Mm, we started in january right yeah so something like that yeah so i think nine i guess so what did we start on january 12th 11th yeah well okay we just did episode 31 let's see (laughs) it can't be that hard (laughs) 31 pretty much divided by four weeks in a month almost i think two weeks or something yeah almost yeah we could that's what it comes out to I, i was just noticing i was just noticing because i saw a little sort of like sub thing and it was like oh wow that's it does not feel like we've been playing this game for eight months it feels like it's only been like a month maybe two at least for me same it really doesn't feel like it's been that long we're 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 two-thirds of the way to an an anniversary wow (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's gone it's gone fast it's been a lot of fun yeah yeah time has. flies when you're having fun and <laughs> there's definitely ever since we started every day has been pet paradise yep yeah even, sure. even out of game yep. yes 
Uh-huh. 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 Indeed. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> play D&D and your life will be bliss. That's, be that's great. the, the final tip. One only. Like that a million bucks. Guaranteed, 100%. Okay, don't... I'm done. <laughs> All right, oh, anyways. <laughs> um, to anyone tune, still tuning in, thanks for watching. Um, if you appreciate what we do here, uh, you want to support us, we are doing a giveaway right now, um, and we'd appreciate your follow. Uh, enter yourself into win one of those official Wizard of the Coast books that we mentioned at the top. Um, if you want to check out the campaign we reference every now and then during this show, uh, we stream that on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. on Twitch uh, with the YouTube Eastern release. Eastern Standard Time. EST, yes. Good right. call. Um, we stream that at 8.30 EST, and then we have the YouTube release on Sundays when this podcast comes out um, or when this stream happens. Um, so, yeah, check out both of those. Uh, see what we're talking about with all this weird D&D stuff that you may or may not be trying to get into. <laughs> and overall, I Do think we've, we've done the thing. We did it. We did it. We made it. All right, guys. You have a great week. We'll see you later. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye, boys.